we're going right back into economic power today. Only this time, we're going to delve into the five stages that the narcissists go through as they entrap their victim. Peace and blessings, everyone. This is Elegant Granny, your restoration strategist and creator and host of the Proactive Eye podcast. Today, we are delving into the different five stages that a narcissist goes through as they entrap their victim. Um, And I use the term narcissist a little loosely because just because someone is an abuser, does not necessarily mean that they are a narcissist they may have some narcissist narcissistic tendencies but that doesn't necessarily mean they are a narcissist um so we're we're talking today more about what an abuser does to entrap their victim this these are the different things that they, they, they go through the first thing they do is they survey what the image looked like what is the narrative of this whole relationship and everything must be pointed directly to them they need to be the center of attention and so what they do is they they start going through the process of studying their target or their person of interest If they're not in a relationship with that person yet, they study them, study their habits, their routines, their behaviors, anything about that person that they that they see of a power in a place of power. They look for a hole, a way of entry into this story so they can begin to change the narrative of what everything looks like, because they need an entryway. They need a supplier. They need an enabler. And this is one of the first things they start to do as they seek their target. The second thing they do is do their best to get control because their ultimate goal is to get power. And you cannot have power over anything you cannot control. So they work at what they can get their hands on what can they find in the relationship in anything that belongs to or connected to their target or the person that they are in the relationship with what is it that that person owns or that person possesses or that person has or that person is connected to that they can gain control over and once they can get control over that thing then they move into exerting their power over the thing that they now have control over this is so important to note because once they start doing that then they move into something i call devaluation and something that i have experienced myself and something i have noticed there is a pattern in other people that I support. 
this person, the abuser goes into devaluating that person. Nothing about that, that, that person that they now have control over some of their things or, or some of the situations in the relationship. Nothing about that person is right anymore. The person that they first lo loved or said that they loved or that they, they were really interested in being a friend with or being a partner with in business or whatever the case may be. Now, everything about that person is wrong. They can't do this right. They can't do that right. They can't think. They're too big. They're too small. Their, their timing is off. It's just one thing after another with negativity. And then the last stage is once the devaluation gets to the point where the person of interest that they have sought and they have decided to prey on, when they start showing signs of resistance, this is when the abuse comes in. They, they started the abuse with the devaluation, but it progresses at this point because now they're trying to get complete control and complete power. And so this is when you go into financial abuse. This is when you go into physical abuse, intellectual, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, all of, all of the above. These are the different things that a victim goes through, experiences, and oftentimes, they are unaware that they have gotten to that things have gotten to this point. A lot of times during the devaluation um, um, phase, you're just seeing it as we're just at a crossroads right now. We're just having a, a regular argument. Most relationships do that. Um, and you, so you you never really pay attention to the pattern or to the different clues that leads to what this person is ultimately trying to do. Now, on my YouTube channel, I go further into this and I give a little bit of my personal story on this. So if you would like to listen to it or see it, I will leave a link for you in the description because what I'm doing this year is whatever topic I'm talking about here, I'm putting all of my personal experience in the episode on YouTube. So if you want the full, fuller version of this, as I talk about each one of these stages, click the link in the show notes and go straight to the YouTube channel. Each week, I will talk about a different stage. You are a great asset in this world, and it is especially important after a life of any form of abuse to see a physician, a mental health specialist, and a spiritual advisor to help you excel as you recover. Let a granny know in the voice message feature or by email at proactiveeye at gmail.com some things you do to help you recover. I would love to hear your story and get your perspective on why those things are valuable to you.
has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with me and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of the free resources provided. You can visit the Proactive Eye blog at bit.ly PE podcast blog. That's bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. You can also connect with Proactive Eye on Instagram and Twitter at Proactive Eye. And, and Facebook, the handle is at Proactive Eye Podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit again. And remember, healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. Much love, peace, light, and healing vibes, family.